This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature, not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground. The three spooked girls. Hey, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I am here with my ghoul friend, Jessica. Hello. Hello, and this is kind of like stabby style a little bit. We don't have a patron select today, but we wanted to do something kind of fun and creepy, and it's like back to school time. So we found this list of creepy university urban legends, and I am here for it because I've been on an urban legend kick. It's true, you have. I think it's going to be fun. I have on the TikTok, so I think it will be great. So yeah, uh, we have five, so I'm just going to get into them for us. So the first one is called The Halloween Massacre. And the Halloween Massacre is one of the most famous college myths of all time. It is not certain how and when it was actually started, but it is said to have made its way into most American universities. And it is said that it created panic and fear among thousands of students, possibly a few professors as well. <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> You're like, yeah, they know it's bullshit. <laughs> and the legend goes that a popular psychic has made a prediction that on a Halloween night, a masked man, some variations say he's dressed as Little Bo Peep. That is my favorite part of this whole weird <laughs> thing is that I think it's hilarious that it's Little Bo Peep. Because one, right. no matter what, like, granted, it's Halloween and there's yeah. a lot of like gender bending type things. Like, yeah, Little Bo Peep is traditionally a girl. So but I think I would be really freaked out. Like the picture that I see uh, that they have for this particular one on this article is like a girl like you just see the legs. Yeah. Um, And I'm assuming is a woman. I don't know. Actually, it could just be be a very thin-legged man. Yeah. But they're like holding an axe. And I think if I saw a little <laughs> Bo Peep at all, no matter gender presenting, yeah. I would be like, why the fuck you got an axe? A like, bloody axe. It's like covered I, in I blood. Don't, <laughs> I don't need to know that like you over there are like little Bo Peep. It's the axe for me. Right? I'm like, no, thank you. Because like one of my biggest fears is I'm going to go to a haunted attraction, like a haunted house. And 
one of the actors is going to be taken out by a psycho and then there's going to be a psycho in there actually killing people. That's why I don't fuck with those haunted houses. <laughs> so we've had this like same fear that I've just never said anything. Like I've literally, okay. So I used to live in the South Bay in Hollister, which is like a good, mm-hmm. good jaunt from the South Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this like amazing corn maze where they do this like incredible like scaring in it. And everyone's like, the axes get this close to your face, like inches from your face or they almost touch you. And so you're very freaked out. And some people grab you. And like the first thing I am like, absolutely the fuck not. Because what mm-hmm. if you go to swing that axe and I'm an idiot and I jump yep. and I jump into your real axe they're using? Yeah. I could do some damage. That's one. Two, I have also had that fear that like some psycho is like not even took out an actor just was like signed there. up to be an actor yeah or just showed up yeah wait till halloween be an actor kill as many people as you want like put them in the field mm-hmm. and then nobody really knows what you look like exactly exactly i always think that every time because like it's funny whenever not really they don't really have them here but like when we lived in colorado they had a lot and matt was like well why don't you want to go i don't understand you love horror movies and all this stuff i was like no this is why friend this is fucking why <laughs> And then it says this murderer, they will enter the campus of a university that starts with the letters M or W and is located near a pond, lake, river, or even a railroad track or cemetery. I'm like, okay, that's pretty broad there. But (laughs) (laughs) I was like next to a I was like waiting for road. Right. But the M or W. Okay, I get that. That's fine. (laughs) And he is said to kill everybody there. And it said that this story has existed for many years now, but no massacre has happened yet. However, students from all over the country still fear it, especially at University of Michigan, Michigan State University, University of Minnesota, and University of Wisconsin. So, okay, because we have friends from like all of those states. So I'm just going to say this. I feel like it's because there's like nothing to do because they're all snowed in at this point (laughs) that they're like, oh, we should be scared of a massacre. Right. that could happen. I don't know. I just, I'm like, okay, guys. I know. I think it's funny. I'm like, like what the fuck? <laughs> and if you've went to any of those kind of schools, let us know if that's actually a thing or not. I would love to know. I would love to know. So, like, I kind of looked up this to see, like, what other schools. And apparently, in 19- it was really big in 1998 uh. because the Kent, like, their actual newspaper at Kent University, like, wrote about it and said, <laughs> how they were like okay this didn't happen anywhere (laughs) it's just a rumor and like this professor was like (laughs) basically people get bored Mm -hmm. exactly exactly it's all in fun all right our next one is called the dead roommate Another grim college legend, which is repeated across many dorm rooms, is about the dead roommate. No one knows where it started or whether it has any basis in true events, but rumor has it that if a student's college roommate dies by accident, illness, or suicide, he or she will only get straight A's until the end of the year. This, of course, is complete fabrication. Those students might receive some consideration for the stressful circumstances, but they will most definitely not get automatically excellent grades. (laughs) So it says on here, so don't get any murderous ideas. (laughs) Like, Jesus, fuck. So one of the U.S. colleges where this is particularly popular in is the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. 
That's a fun name. Right? I'm like, okay. I don't really see how that's an urban legend, really. Like, that's just kind of like, I don't know. I expected something more. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But actually, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of that movie, The Roommate, that had uh, the girl from <gasps> Gossip Girl. Oh, yes. I'm like, it's the girl from Gossip Girl. And then the one yes. that looks like her. It made me think of that movie. That's a trippy ass movie. But it, this also makes me think of like, I don't even want to say it because I feel so bad, like a man in ox type shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I just want to put it out there. Like people stop making movies and then being like, it's like an Amanda Knox story. Like leave that poor woman alone. Right. Fuck. I know. I was watching, I think he's like a psych doctor that I watch on YouTube. He's Dr. Grande and he does like analysis Mm -hmm. on people with like their personality traits and stuff. And it's really interesting. He did a video on her. He's done a lot. They're really interesting. So if that's your thing, check him out on YouTube. So number three, statues come to life. (laughs) I want this one to happen so bad because I think I would be so cool. (laughs) Right. Honestly, maybe you think of Night of the Museum. Yes. (laughs) Like, this isn't so bad. This isn't so bad. I mean, granted, if you're like school, like the picture is like of a panther, like if that's your school logo, like that would suck. Yeah. Um, But like my college was the Bruins. I don't know. I can't remember what Chico states were. Wildcats. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that could go bad. (laughs) So I had two animals. But like at the same time, like, I mean, my freshman. Oh, my God. This is so funny. (laughs) Around Halloween time, (laughs) my freshman year in college, the school I went to was set in like the Santa Cruz Mountains. And there was like an overpopulation of wildcats at the time, like mountain lions. And they uh used to like come out at night. And like, obviously, they would come up near the cafeteria because there was like garbage and stuff like that. And they would smell it. So on lots of occasions, people would see mountain lions like walking through like the roads of campus. Sure. My biggest fear the whole time was that a mountain lion was in the tree and I wouldn't see it. And it like dropped down and pounds on me. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember one of my friends was like, I'm just going to start carrying myself up everywhere I go. I'm like, cool. Because if it hits you from behind, like they do. Yeah. You, what are you going to hit? Like you're going to be on the ground. Like, I guess you could. Yeah, it just depends on how you land, but it was pretty scary. And then then it was just like they stopped talking about it. They stopped warning us about it. And so I was like, is it better? Is it (laughs) not better? I'm so confused. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the wildlife around my college was not as interesting. We had like a fuck ton of squirrels because there's obviously trees everywhere. But then we, but then <laughs> oddly enough, there was like skunks that would just chill out and walk across campus and shit. And I was like, I was always afraid they were going to spray me. I was like, oh, God, get the fuck away. Like speed walk past it. Be like, no, don't touch me. <laughs> I think skunks are like, they're not like inherently vicious. No, no, no. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you're not like, oh my God, this skunk is going to attack me. I'm going to die. But it's just like, <laughs> if you got sprayed by a skunk, you'd literally be ostracized. Honestly. And then when like I thought about that too, it made me think of Rugrats when they, uh, I think the babies got sprayed by it and they had yeah. to put them in like tomato juice baths and shit. Like that's all I remember. <laughs> We just looked this up recently because Thomas was taking Chloe out for a bike ride mm-hmm. and like literally almost like Kate, like there were like three adult skunks together oh, and gosh. they like didn't see them because it was kind of at night. Yeah. Or like it was like dusk time. Mm-hmm. And so they were riding past and Chloe starts barking and Thomas like, what the <laughs> fuck? And he looks over and there are three adult skunks and they like one turned around and he was like, we are leaving and just oh, like pedaled yeah. as fast as he could to get away. That's funny. He's like, what would you have done? I'm like, I don't know. But it's tomato juice does all it tomato juice 
juice does is mask the smell. Gotcha. It doesn't get rid of it. I think you have to use like baking soda and like vinegar or something mm-hmm. like acidic. Yeah. Like more acidic to cut it. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. I had no clue. I'll look that up later. <laughs> and figure it out, but. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. Many universities around the world have some sort of statues or monuments in front of their main buildings. True. It might be a statue of the creator, benefactor, alumnus, or an abstract symbol. A popular myth is that at night, those statues come to life and move around the campus. The legend varies from institution to institution, but the pattern is the same. Some colleges might even have monuments of animals or different types of fantastic creatures. An example they gave was the University of Cincinnati, and they have stone lions, which we see in the picture of this article. And it's in front of McMicken Hall, which some students believe they have heard growling at night. It's like some kid with like a fucking tape recorder and like (laughs) if it echoes, just like playing it. Uh. But there's some other variations with this. It's random as fuck. So apparently some stories say that the statue will only move when a virgin or a cheater walks past them. How would you? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Like, that would be like, oh, how do we play this game? Virgin or cheater. Right. (laughs) Others go even further and describe paintings and other objects coming to life as well. So we got some like Harry Potter-ness going on there. And uh, this is an honorable mention for Michigan State University again. There is a claim that the portrait of Mary Mayo moves its eyes and follows you through the room. I mean, don't a lot of pictures do that? Right. There's I just thought of like the Bidwell Mansion. There's the one where the feet like always are pointing at you. So I don't really see that as alive. That's just painting angles. Right. Man, this person really loves Michigan State University, so there's going to be another one. I have a feeling they're from Michigan Probably. State University. Probably. I love it. Oh, my God. It's literally the next one. Yes, I know. So our next one is Secret Tunnels Below the Campus, which I'm like, ew, creepy. Oh, I mean, if you go back, like some of these institutions are like hundreds of years old. And a lot of times, like you're talking like there were servants there and they would have like you know, to like make breakfast and bring, you know, the universities back in the day were not like how we think of them today. They're more like boarding schools. Yeah. And so, you know, you'd have maybe like an employee tunnel or that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you could probably get across campus a lot faster and probably a lot warmer. Yeah, true. So it says lots of universities in the world are believed to have secret tunnels below their campuses. And through the years, students have, of course, made up a bunch of different stories leading to, you know, these pathways lead to dungeons, ritual rooms, you know, creepy shit, satanic panic. Ah, it's following us everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And this legend is super popular at Michigan State University, supposedly, because they believe that there are creepy dungeons below the university. And apparently it's partially true because there are tunnels running underneath the campus, but they are said to be steam tunnels, and these were built to house campus utilities. No dungeons. Okay. (laughs) No dungeons. No dungeons. Oh, and then apparently this is a thing, too, at University of Illinois, the one I mentioned earlier. And it is said that some students believe that there is a secret room below the foreign language building and that it holds a supercomputer, which is owned by the government. I've actually heard that. Really? Yeah. Like I heard I did I didn't know like which university it was, but I've heard uh-huh. like conspiracy theorists like say, oh Well, God. there's some supercomputer at and they always say like a different university. And so that I'm sure I've heard this one. Yeah, it's part of urban legends, you know? Yeah. They, it always varies a little bit. <laughs> and so what if they do? They got a lot of shit to power. They probably need a supercomputer. Calm down, people. Like right. 
Think about it like this. Everyone who's currently waiting for their tax return because of the whole like weird unemployment bullshit that happened last year. Like, wouldn't you want the IRS to have a supercomputer? You'd get your refund by now. True. true, Just saying. And apparently they also claim that there's secret tunnels below the buildings on the quad whose origin and purpose is unknown. Maybe they were just like, we could have a whole subterranean university. (laughs) And then they were like, this is going to be a bitch. (laughs) So never mind. Oh, this is so great. All right. And then our last little subheading is kind of seems like an umbrella from what I had when I kind of like looked through it. It is haunted universities, which I'm like, there are a lot like there are a Mm -hmm. lot of those. I mean, we talked about Chico State a little bit and, you know, tons. So it says, arguably the most popular college urban legends are about haunted universities. Almost every university in the world, which is more than 100 years old, has its own ghost. While some students proudly brag about that and make up all kinds of scary stories of ghostly encounters, there's some who are genuinely afraid. Even though different colleges have different legends concerning ghosts, the main patterns are extremely similar. And and they're like, there can only be so many types of ghosts, right? And then they have this list for us, which it's like, yeah, that's totally it. Because especially look back to when we did the episode on the white lady urban legend, so many versions of the same ghost, you know, that's just kind of how that stuff goes. Okay, the ones on this list are, first one is headless ghosts. Probably initially inspired by Washington Irvin's Sleepy Hollow, which, you know, Jessica and I stand Sleepy Hollow. We love it. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> Legends about headless or bodiless ghosts are some of the most popular ones in stories of haunted universities. The most prestigious universities in the UK, Cambridge and Oxford, both have similar hauntings, which include famous Brits. Students in Cambridge believe that they have seen the floating head of none other than Oliver Cromwell himself. Oliver Cromwell. Right? It's fancy. He was beheaded, and while his body was buried, his head rests on Cambridge's Sydney Sussex College. It is said that Cromwell haunts the campus grounds, supposedly searching for the rest of his body. Oh, that's so sad. Oxford, on the other hand, is said to be haunted by the headless spirit of King Charles I. Students have reported seeing him around the grounds of Christ Church College. That would be like really interesting because you're like, that dude is very out of place. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The next one is ghosts of former professors. And I mean, it makes sense, though, because a lot of times there's like they live there. Yeah, they live there. And we've seen employees of other establishments that are haunted like they're still there the reason i'm laughing is i just i've been what because when i don't like feel good i always end up watching gilmore girls over again and i'm at the part where asher fleming dies oh god and i'm just like asher fleming is haunting paris and doyle no i love it oh god so (laughs) one university in particular heidelberg university in germany During the Nazi era, many communist or Jewish professors at the university were sent to concentration camps. Lots of them have apparently returned to their old workplace to haunt its grounds for eternity. While students haven't actually seen them, there have been reports that the chalkboards in these professors' old lecture halls self-erase or have mysterious words written on them. I'm just like the reason I laughed is it's like let's say it's like a professor who like taught like string theory or something and someone's like up there just butchering it and they're just like writing you're fucking wrong (laughs) on the chalkboard (laughs) this is all wrong and they're just like the students are like holy shit the the ghost of petty ghost petty ghost (laughs) love it love it love it 
And there's another one that is at the University of Cincinnati. According to students and staff there, the ghost of a former classics professor who died in the 60s haunts the Belgian rare book room. Students claim that they constantly feel like someone is watching them and they keep hearing strange noises at night. That's absolutely really interesting. And then I think of like, what's the ghost in Harry Potter who like died in the staff room, but then just kind of... (laughs) back and started teaching well and i remember too like i can't remember what we were covering but remember there was like a ghost that was like working in a library and like helping and like putting books away and shit helpful ghosts are the best i can't remember what that was but yeah So the next one is ghosts of students who have committed suicide. And it says possibly the most widespread versions of the ghost legends are of students who have committed suicide on campus grounds. But with a lot of these stories, there isn't any actual evidence on any back, you know, Mm -hmm. backing up the backstory, essentially. There's one that supposedly in the beginning of the 20th century, a young girl took her own life by drowning in a swimming pool at University of Illinois. And the girl had just found out she was pregnant and in her panic, she took her own life. Students believe that her spirit still roams the English building of the university. And another similar myth exists at Emmanuel College in Cambridge of a student who hanged himself many years ago walks the corridors of the building. And then our last one is Ghosts of Builders. And basically, it's about builders who died during construction of whatever college it is. And they say since they gave their life for the university, they are said to never leave it. And there's a state university in Moscow that has reports of hearing sounds of construction and blood curdling cries on the top floor of the university. I would be like, God, in Moscow just sounds scary. Yeah, I'm like, nope. Like, no, 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 thank you. Are you sure people aren't just being murdered? Are you yeah. just saying it's a ghost? <laughs> I mean, and lately I've been hearing like really like scary, like haunted stories from Moscow. And I'm like, um, Your city is very haunted and it scares me. (laughs) Right? No, thank you. And there's another one from the University of Toronto. And it goes that in 1889, a student actually saw a ghost of a stonemason who told him that he was murdered in a fight inside the campus. Hmm. And in an attempt to save himself, the stonemason struck a wooden door, which still exists at the university today. Oh. Yeah. That was that article we found and has the creepy urban legends of universities, we thought, because, you know, August is typically back to school for everybody. So we thought that would be kind of fun to do something a little different. Bring a little extra spookiness as we get here into spooky season coming up. I am so ready. So ready. Me too. I've already like in my mind shifted to spooky season. I'm like, no facts. Summer is done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> here. Yeah, especially here because it's been like rainy and stuff. So I'm fucking here for it. And pumpkin spice lattes are out. There's a apple cider macchiato or something like that. Yeah. I haven't Which had I one. was... I got really excited, but then, like, because I have to check sugars on everything now, I was just like, oh, my God, like a grande. Because Tara turned me on to the cold brew last year, Mm -hmm. the pumpkin cream cold brew, and, like, a grande has, like, 31 grams of sugar. So much. I was like, I will die. (laughs) You're like, nope, can't. 
Nope. Can't. Just can't do it. No, thank yeah. you. But yeah. you can buy the Starbucks pumpkin spice creamer from the store, like from Target, wherever. And it's a lot less sugar. So, I mean, that's yeah, nice. And I will tell you, because I because I know it's the serving is like a tablespoon. But you honestly, you don't need a lot. It's very flavorful. You don't need a lot. And I'm someone who likes a decent amount of creamer with my coffee. So, like, yeah, just saying. Just saying. I also have the hack of, like, you get the... um like the vanilla like protein shake and you put that in your coffee and then add whatever like flavor you want into it as well. Didn't they have a pumpkin one last year? I don't know. I really do I enjoy like, like if you're into protein shakes. Yes. The Premier Protein, the mm-hmm. Cafe Latte. I don't know what's going to go. Latte, like I'm weird. <laughs> I'm Cafe Latte. Yeah. That actually is really good. And it has like one... Mm. It's like has the same amount of caffeine as like one cup of coffee. So. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that is going to go ahead and wrap us up for today. We hope you enjoyed these urban legends. For those of you, wherever you are, if you have uh, any kind of urban legend stories that were popular either at your school, your area, your university, let us know because I'm fucking obsessed. Yes. Also, our U.S. listeners, I'm also doing one per state right now on TikTok every so often. So if you got one and it's a state I haven't done, let me know because I'm here for it. But anyways, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up and we We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.